I'd like to welcome you to the ministry of McCormick's Creek Church. We certainly hope that you will enjoy this selection. Hallelujah. The Bible says, clap your hands, all you people, and shout. And why don't you add a voice to that clap right now? Hallelujah. Shout unto the Lord with a voice of triumph. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. I love what I feel in the house of the Lord tonight. Amen. What an honor it is, has been, and always is to worship God with you. And I just want to take just a moment. I know you're standing to say how much I love and appreciate your pastor and his family so very, very much. And their friendship um, means so much to me. I said it uh, Friday night. I'll say it again. He's probably the closest friend I have outside of my my wife and my pastor, and I'm very, very thankful for the friendship of him and his family. I greatly love and respect them. Amen, brother and sister Krause, and your family as well. i got to mention that because I'll get in trouble one of you. Amen. Hallelujah. Love and appreciate them. This great church, it's always, always an honor to be with you. And I love and appreciate this church so very, very much. Amen. If you have your Bible, tonight I'm going to the 34th Psalm. Brother Hill, God bless you as well. Brother Hill, Senior, love and appreciate you. Amen. Uh, this morning, early this morning in prayer, I felt the Holy Ghost directing me for this service tonight. And then uh, this morning toward the end of the service, as Pastor was making some remarks and closing out the service, he began to talk about, begin to exhort us uh, on what I felt the Holy Ghost spoke to me to preach tonight. And uh, it was so detailed that he even, in one of the statements, he even said my title to the message tonight. And uh, I don't think God does anything by accident. I think God is a, no, I know God is a God of divine order. He knows what he's doing. So I'm just going to attempt to pick up where Pastor left off. Amen. And uh, just, I, I believe the Lord is going to do something great in this house tonight. It's a great night for you to get the Holy Ghost. And if you haven't got your joy back, it's a great night to get your joy. Amen. It's a great night to receive the Holy Ghost and to be healed, to be baptized. Amen. The book of Psalm chapter 34, the 34th Psalm and verse number 1 says, I will, somebody shout, I will. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. Would you join with me tonight and let's do that? The Bible said, let us, let's magnify Him together. Amen. Worship Him together. But verse number one says, I will bless the Lord. And I want to preach tonight for the help of the Holy Ghost for the next few moments, the will to worship. Amen. The will to worship. Would you lift your hands, your voices right now? God, I thank you for what we feel. I thank you, God, how you have orchestrated every service, every detail, every 
of every service this weekend, God. You have met with us. You have worked miracles of healing and salvation. You poured out your spirit. You have strengthened. You have revived. You have restored and renewed. I pray, God, that you would do it again in this house tonight. Let your glory fill the sanctuary. Let your power be made manifest, I pray, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Once again, let's clap our hands to him in the house. Hallelujah. God bless you. You may be seated. I've often asked myself the question, what do you give a God who has everything? What do you give a God who owns it all, has given everything to us? You give him the one thing that he seeks and desires, and that is to be worshipped and praised. There is nothing that moves God like worship. There is nothing that prompts the Spirit of God to work for his people like a spirit of praise and worship. The sounds of praise and worship make some churches uncomfortable. But God's not afraid of sound tonight. He's not afraid of noise. Whether it's the faint sound of a wayward child praying in a back room or the sound of a rushing mighty wind in an upper room. God welcomes sound. His word even admonishes us to make a joyful noise to the Lord. He is constantly surrounded by sounds of worship. The birds sing a morning melody to him as the sun breaks over the horizon. The wind whistles its praise as it blows through the leaves. The trees wave their branches and seem to shout hallelujah. The ocean waves roar. Amen. Each of these gestures of nature scream aloud, there is a God. But not to be outdone by nature. Even the host of heaven praise him. Isaiah said in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon the throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. And it's above it stood the seraphims. Each one had six wings. With twain he covered his face. With twain he covered his feet. And with twain he did fly. And one cried unto another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. John the Revelator saw the similar on the Isle of Patmos. He said there were four beasts and each of them had six wings and they were full of eyes and they rest not day or night saying, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord God Almighty which was and is and is to come. So why would a God who is constantly continually surrounded and serenaded by praise from the elements of earth and the host of heaven 
still be in want? Why would he seek to still be worshipped by you and I? He created man somewhat differently than he did all of the creation. He bore man in his image. He breathed into man the breath of life. And man became a living soul. He gave you and I a free will. The power to make our own choice. Perhaps God wanted an element of creation that would love him and worship him. Not out of obligation. Not out of force. But simply by free will and by choice. That's why when David could hold a lifeless son in his arms. But he makes a choice. Amen. To rejoice in the Lord. And he said, I will bless the Lord at all times. Long before I got here tonight, I made a choice. I'm going to worship God. Long before I got to church tonight, I'd already settled it in my spirit. I'm going there, and I'm going to praise Him. It's my will to worship God. Amen. Hallelujah. Would somebody join me tonight and make a choice to rejoice? Let it become your will to worship the Lord in this house. Come on, every one of us need a worship experience. It has nothing to do with a choir. It has nothing to do with the beat of a song and the rhythm. Amen. It's not branded for a certain religious group. Worship is an encounter with God. You came to this building, but the building doesn't make it worship. Worship, amen, makes the building a sanctuary. Worship is not in the ornate features. It's not in the pulpit. It's not in the keyboard and the drums and the guitar. Worship is not in the fact that we have carpet and light and electricity. I worshiped in buildings that did not have any of that. And the glory of the Lord fell in the house. Amen. If carpet, electricity, and sound systems made it worship, then a, a concert, amen, a country concert would be a worship experience. Oh, Jesus, help me right now. Worship's not predicated on a beat. I'm just going to be real here tonight. Elvis had a beat. Amen. Christian groups had a beat. Merle Haggard had a beat. It might have been a sad, slow one, but he had one. Amen. When you were a sinner, you had a beat. Amen. What makes it worship is who we're worshiping. Amen. And what he's done in our life. Jesus told the woman at the well, you don't even know what you worship, but we know what we worship. For salvation is of the Jews. And that now the time has come when the true worshipers shall worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. There is only one that's worthy of my praise right now. There's only one worthy of a hand clap and a standing ovation an unlimited uninterrupted worship and magnification only one who's never sinned only one that saved me only one that healed me amen we know we who we worship come on he's kept you he's sustained you he's never failed you he's healed you time and again he's delivered you he's saved you he's soon to come back for you he is what makes worship worship there's nobody like him no other name but his the heavens declare his glory. He's higher 
than the highest. Greater than the greatest. None can compare. I'm not talking about Ammon. I'm not talking about Asherah and Baal and Beelzebub and Molech and Nebo and Rimen and Zeus. I preach about Jesus, the only one worthy to be praised and magnified. You were created to praise the Lord. The psalmist gives us clear instruction. Clap your hands, all ye people. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Make a joyful noise unto him. Come before his presence with singing. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Enter into his courts with praise. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with a psaltery and heart. Praise him with a timbrel. Praise him with stringed instruments. Praise him with the loud sounding cymbals. But if you cannot play an instrument, the Bible makes provision for you. It says praise him in a dance. I wish somebody would praise him right now. I simply come to encourage somebody to give him the glory that he deserves. Amen. It's it's not a deep message, but I can't escape what I felt the Holy Ghost lay on my heart. You may not sing, but you still qualify to worship. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord for what he did for you last week, what he did for you today, what he's going to do for you this week, what he's doing for you right now. Come on, God's not going to force you to worship him, but you need to decide within yourself. I will bless the Lord. Worship is not just God's will for me. It's my will for me. I will bless the Lord at all times. Something happens when you make a choice to rejoice. In spite of what's going on in your life. In spite of what you're facing. In spite of what you're going through. When you make a choice, it's my will to worship the Lord. Somebody's got to make that choice tonight. I feel the Holy Ghost. Amen. Trying to talk to somebody. You've got to make a choice tonight. What you're going to do with the praise that he deserves. Can we just take a moment? Amen. Somebody, I, I, I just keep feeling this. You need to make a conscious decision right now to worship God in spite of what's going on in your life. Hallelujah. The reason there's no joy, amen, because somebody hasn't decided I'm going to bless him. But when you make that choice, you're going to find the power of God and the joy of the Lord is going to renew your strength. Something is going to happen if you'll begin to praise the Lord right now. Something is going to break. Something, amen, is going to flood your soul if you will make a choice to rejoice and the will to worship God right now. 
Hallelujah. I feel the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. You ought to take your neighbor by the hand if it's appropriate and just lift it up and begin to worship God. It might be your companion and y'all might be going through some stuff, but you ought to make a choice. I'm going to praise God regardless. I'm going to worship Him at all times. I don't understand why this is happening. I don't know why I've been going through this, but tonight's the night I get victory. Tonight is the night I get joy over my situation. Hallelujah. There's strength coming to this building right now. I feel strength coming to somebody right now. If you can get a hallelujah to come out of your mouth again. If you get a praise to proceed from your lips. There's going to be weights that are going to lift off of you. There's going to be something that shifts in the Holy Ghost. In your spirit right now. I will bless him. I will bless him. I will bless the Lord. The Bible tells the story of ten men diagnosed with leprosy. Amen. They had no options. They had no hope. But the Bible said they heard that Jesus was going to pass by. And they cried, Master, have mercy upon us. And the Bible said the Lord told them, Go show yourself to the priest. And as they went, they were cleansed of their leprosy. And one of them, when he realized, he was healed, turned around, and with a loud voice, began to glorify God, began to worship the Lord, began to praise Him for the healing that had happened, because he came to the conclusion that protocol and priest can wait, but my praise can't. I've got to stop right here and praise Him for what He's doing in my life. How is it that ten men can attend the same church service and nine only leave for their healing and one made completely whole because somebody decided I'm going to do something more than I've been doing. I'm going to praise Him for what God's already done. Hear me right now. Somebody in this house, you're waiting on perfection. You're waiting on everything to get perfect before you praise Him. Don't wait on perfection. Praise Him for Congress. Praise Him that you're not where you were last week. Praise Him that you're not where you were last month. I can't get away from it. Somebody right now, you've been holding out your praise because you said, I'll wait till it's all done. But God said, you praise me on progress. You praise me for what I've done already. And I'll complete the work. And I'll give you more than what you thought I would. I feel healing in this house right now. Come on, saint of God. Praise Him that you're not where you were last week. Praise Him that you're making progress right now. I feel something wanting to happen right now. There's something God's wanting to break loose right now in the sanctuary. Come on. Praise Him for progress right now.
I hear a shout of victory in the spirit right now. I praise you that I'm feeling better than I was last week. I praise you, God, that I'm starting to see an upward trend. I praise you, God. It's not where I want it to be, but it's not where it used to be. I'm going to praise you for progress. Amen. Everything else can wait, but I'm going to praise you for what you're doing right now. I will myself to worship you for the progress I'm making. I need some praisers and prayer warriors right now. I need some praisers, something's going to break in this house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some of you, uh, amen, you've been struggling. You've had a stronghold in your life. Amen. But it's not as bad as it used to be. Praise Him for that. Praise Him that you're moving forward right now. God's going to make you whole right now. You walked in here like a leper, desperate for healing in your body, healing in your spirit. You've been sick. You've been broken. You've been hurt. You feel distant by your situation. You ask God to help you. God's here to help you. The leper turned and worshipped and was made whole. Get this. He turned and worshipped. Your praise point will always be your turning point. You want this thing to turn around for you? Start praising God right now. You need this situation to turn for you. Oh, God, I feel victory right now. Hallelujah. You need that situation in your home to turn around. Start praising God right now. You need a situation in your job to turn around. Start praising God right now. There is a liberty of the Holy Ghost available to a worshiper right now. I'm just going to keep pushing because I keep feeling the Holy Ghost. Somebody's a hallelujah way. Amen. From healing right now. You're a hallelujah way from divine intervention, from the joy of the Lord, filling your heart and your mind and your spirit. I don't know who you are, but you've got to worship God tonight. It's going to bring the healing. It's going to make you whole tonight. It's going to change you. It's going to change you. <laughs> I feel a liberty. I feel something breaking right now with the Holy Ghost. Go ahead. Praise Him for victory. Praise Him for victory right now. Hell, your pastor said it this morning. I praise and I'm leaping for joy. I'm clapping for victory. Not because I have it, but because I want it. And I'm going to leap for my joy. Whatever i got to do, I refuse to be defeated. I refuse to let the joy be taken from me. Hallelujah. There's a job in this house. Everything's been stripped from you. Hell's trying to take everything from you like it did, Job. But the one thing it never could take is the one thing it couldn't take.
city. In the wake of your trial, you need to shout, I still got a praise. And I got to get it out. There's still a hallelujah in me. There's still some power anointing upon me right Come on, I feel there's going to be fresh anointing that falls on you right now. God's getting ready to restore more than you lost. He's here to restore joy and peace and health. Something's about to break in this house. Pastor told me to do what I feel. This is what I feel to do right now. I know the psalmist was referring to the entire human race when he makes the statement in Psalm 107. Oh, that men would praise the Lord. I know he was referring to the entire human race. And I'm not trying to be discriminatory. You know me. I think I've been here enough. You know my spirit. Amen. I trust that you do. But I wonder what would happen. What power and glory would fill this sanctuary if every man in this house, amen, would take the lead in worship right now. Ladies, just give us a minute. Give us a minute. Man, as the priest of your home. Amen. There's no telling what God would do in this house, in your house. If every man right now would lift their voice and take the lead in worship. Come on, men. You ought to bind some things and loose some things in your worship right now. Oh, there ought to be some men, amen, in the aisle worshiping God. Oh, that men would praise the Lord. Now, come on, ladies, help us right now. There's the power of God. I feel something breaking right now with the Holy Ghost. Let everything, everything, if you need a miracle, step in the aisle and begin to worship God. You need a healing, Step in the aisle and begin to worship. You need the Holy Ghost. Praise Him right now. God's not through in this house. However, there's some people that need deliverance right now. Oh, God. <laughs> Holy Ghost is still moving right now. I wish a brother would find a brother and a sister would go to a sister right now. If you are able, amen, I know some of you can and that's understandable. But if you're able to meet us at this altar right now, I wish a brother would find a brother and a sister would find a sister. And you would take them by the hand or lay your hand on their shoulder and begin to worship God. There is something that's going to happen in 
united worship and united praise. When Paul and Silas began to pray, doors started opening and chains started falling. It's going to happen when you make the choice and the will to worship God. I'm going to bless Him right now. I praise You for my healing. I praise You for my deliverance. I praise You, God, for victory in my life. No, God's trying to take us to another level. God's trying to move us to another level of our worship and our faith right now. Just let it happen. Hallelujah. Praise Him till you feel joy come on you again. Praise Him till that chain breaks. Praise Him till the power falls on you. Come on. We just gotta follow the Holy Ghost right now. We gotta, we gotta follow the Spirit right now. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Praise Him. Hallelujah. You ought to, you ought to praise Him in advance. You ought to praise Him like it's already done. I'm going to say this and get out of the way. If you need a miracle, I want you to praise Him like it just happened. You need the Holy Ghost, I want you to praise Him like it just happened. If you need a, amen, a, a, a joy, I want you to praise Him like He just gave it to you. Come on, Israel. Sometimes you just have to dance in advance. you got to praise Him like the walls are already down. Ah. Is that how you'd respond if God just answered your prayer? Is that the kind of praise you'd give Him if God just gave you the miracle? Lift your voice and worship the Lord right now. 